Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy. It's where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and I'm hopefully able to give some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Pumpkin Spice Black Tea. Rich and full-bodied, this premium black tea is flavorful with zesty spice notes enveloping a sweet pumpkin core. Pumpkin spice tea is reminiscent of one of those freshly baked pumpkin muffins. So sit back with your cup of tea and relax for these few minutes as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning, a warm teacup. Welcome to all those who are joining in with us today. I hope that you've got your cozy cup of warm tea or something else along those lines and are looking forward to sharing as we continue walking through the book of Esther. I'm going to start with a statement today that you might not understand yet, but if you'll stay with me, I feel like it will come into light. Sometimes just looking in the mirror isn't enough. As we turn the page into Esther, we come to the climax of the story, the banquet of revelation, so to speak. As we've alluded to in earlier devotions, King Ahasuerus has been used by Haman throughout the book. He's had the wool pulled over his eyes, but now we come to the unveiling of who Haman really is. How is the king at last delivered from all the subterfuge of this man? And how at last does he finally learn the truth? Through his queen. God's perfect plan of saving the Jews comes out in just a few words from his faithful servant, Esther. I'm going to read Esther chapter 7. I'm going to read verses 1 through 6 this morning. Again, Esther chapter 7, beginning with verse 1, and we'll read through 6. So the king and Haman went to dine with Queen Esther. And on the second day at the banquet of wine, the king again said to Esther, What is your petition, Queen Esther? It shall be granted you. And what is your request? Up to half the kingdom, it shall be done. And then Queen Esther answered and said, If I have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request. For we have been sold my people and I, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated. Had we been sold as male and female slaves, I would have held my tongue, although the enemy could never compensate for the king's loss. And so King Ahasuerus answered and said to Queen Esther, Who is he and where is he? Who would dare presume in his heart to do such a thing? And Esther said, The adversary and enemy is this wicked Haman. And so Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. Here's a question for you. Have you ever had that moment in your life when in a flash of insight you see yourself as you really are? Do you remember that moment of truth that might have come suddenly where you catch a glimpse of the way that you look to others? Not how you've been covering yourself up. Not how you've been painting a pretty picture when you look in the mirror, but how others see you, how you really are. 
You see in a flash that the problem that's been distressing you is not in others, but it's you. You realize while you've been covering yourself up because you don't like what is there. There are moments in life that God permits some circumstance, some happening to open our eyes and see that some negative attitude which we've been treating uh, like a friend and we've been defending it and protecting it and we've built a little fence around it and we've made up all the excuses for it. But God gives us those circumstances where we can now see it in its true light. I want to give encouragement today in having the light shown on who we really are. Be glad to not look in the mirror, but see ourselves the way that others around us see us. We might discover that it's not others' thoughtlessness that's been a problem of late. Perhaps we've been selfish. There's really no malice, as we've been accusing others of. Perhaps we've been showing lovelessness. They are simply reacting to what it is we've been doing. We don't like their reactions, but now we see that the problem has really been us. It's not others' coldness that bothers us. The real trouble is that we've wallowed in self-pity, and that's made people avoid us because we're unpleasant to be around. It's not others' weaknesses that we've imagined, but it's our relentless nagging that's driven people to react in the way that they do. Not their fickleness, but our jealousy. God's Holy Spirit comes with tremendous, helpful moments of insight when we look at ourselves. Sometimes it can be shattering. Today, let it be a reminder to you to be thoughtful of others, to show love to others, to put others' needs ahead of our own, to have a pleasant disposition so that others want to be around us, to show genuine mercy to others, to be real, the person that God wants us to be. The king saw Haman the friend, but finally his eyes are opened to reveal Haman the traitor, the enemy, the double-dealing foe. Verse 7 of Esther 7, And the king rose from the feast in wrath and went into the palace garden. But Haman stayed to beg his life from Queen Esther, for he saw that evil was determined against him by the king. We never want to feel the way we do when we finally see ourselves in the wrong. And perhaps for some of us, it could have been years of justifying and excusing ourselves about certain things. But suddenly, we see that the way we've been living has been the problem the whole time. Well, how does it make us feel? It makes us feel lousy. When the rich young ruler came to the Lord Jesus, in a few sentences, the Lord revealed that the young man's heart and showed him how his love for what money could give him possessed and owned his life. Jesus said to him, Go and sell all that you have and give to the poor and come and follow me. Well, we read that he went away sorrowfully, filled with a struggle, not willing to call that thing the enemy that it was. And he cut it off sharply and completely. 
And the Lord looking after him was grieved because he loved him. There's really only one way out. The only possible escape from Haman's tyranny, the only real deliverance, is to pronounce the sentence of death. That's exactly what happened to Haman. The gallows that he had for Mordecai, he was hung from. So for us, hang it on that tree. Hang it on the cross. If we believe that what has been revealed to us about our uh, detriment, our, our sin, that, that thing that's arisen in our lives, the, what it is we're dealing with, whether it's jealousy, resentment, bitterness, malice, lust. There, there's just so many things that it could be. And recalling that this is exactly what put Christ to death on the cross. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 20, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Well, proclaim it. Yes, Lord, we see it. Hang it on that tree. When jealousy burns within us, hang it on the tree. When self-pity comes moaning along and tempts us to feel sorry for ourselves, hang it on the tree. Put it in the place of death. When our self-will rises up and says, I'm going to have it my way and I don't care what, hang that on the tree. When resentment flames because we've been ignored or mistreated, hang it on the tree. When a critical spirit whispers to you to destroy a reputation or to harm somebody else, hang it on the tree. Say it, pray it, give it to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I see through your eyes this thing that's weighing me down. And I'm standing here in the light of your cross. And I want my will to be yours, Lord. Hang it on that tree. Put it in the place of death where it belongs. That is the way of victory. Haman was revealed for who he was. My encouragement to you today, let the world see every day who you are. Do you know who that is? That is a child of the king. Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, as we looked at Esther chapter 7. Sometimes we look at ourselves in the mirror, but that's not enough. We need to look at ourselves the way that others see us and who we want them to see. And we want them to see who we really are, and that is a child of the King. I look so forward to hosting you again next week on Tea Time with Tommy. But until then, may your cup overflow with his blessings.